0: last
1: This is Jimmy and Annette, and we are with Mr. Chevy, who has not been feeling so good lately. No, he
0: hasn't. But I just saw you play the air guitar.
1: I was rocking the air guitar. You were
0: playing the air guitar. It was a
1: Gibson SG air guitar. See that SG right there hanging behind you? It was that one. That
0: cost an arm and a leg?
1: Uh, I traded for that one, just FYI. Didn't cost a dime. But. What a deal.
0: Yeah, right.
1: I love that guitar, though. He's okay. got a little Angus, well, Angus Young vibe. Poor Chevy. Mr. Chevy's been sick. So we had him in puppy jail all last week. And then what happened?
0: We picked him up. And on he's been Sunday. S- no, yeah, we picked him up on Sunday. Sunday from from boarding. He was being boarded. And he has been throwing oh. up, lethargic, not, laying around, not eating sleeping his food. so soundly that I'm running around doing things and he's not even paying Which attention. Which is not him at no. All.
1: However, he made the turn today. We were Just worried about it. Yeah. This afternoon. He's, this evening. Yeah. We were worried. We were like, if he doesn't eat or drink anything today, we're gonna have to call and maybe take him in, probably get an IV because he's gotta be dehydrated. He, I
0: know. So I anyway. tried to give him ice and he wouldn't even take it. I know.
1: He's doing better though. He, he made a turn. He started he, he finally ate and drank and um I put in some fresh RO water, and he seemed to like that. And now, he's seemed, now he seems very happy as he's yeah, laying in your arm. I know. He's a sweet <laughs> he's, boy. He missed us. So we were gone last week. We had a big week last week. But you week.
0: know, the same thing happened to Tina and Adam when they went away. Remember when they went yeah, to Italy? Yeah, Phoebe. When and they then got they back, came back, Phoebe was very Very sick. Very sick.
1: She was kind of the same thing. Yes, throwing up. Lethargic. I wonder if it's
0: anxiety because Aww, when we dropped puppies. him off when we were <laughs> driving to the boarding vet, yeah. he was nervous. I mean, he was shaking. He was unusually he never, nervous. I know that was really bothering me. That. And we that have to do we, it again in two weeks. Means we
1: can never leave again. Well, we have to, to cancel our anniversary. No, trip we're not canceling it. Colorado.
0: No, we need to find a house sitter. Is what we we need.
1: do because he's such a good boy. No. Adam said we would take him if it, but Phoebe's super territorial. Oh, I know. And she's it eight would times cause, his size. It would cause her. Oh, it freak. Yeah, we would never do that so much. Yeah. We love her too. So anyway, he's pretty chill right now. He's looking very content. So we want to welcome you to our show. This is Jimmy Nanette, and we are living up in a down world is the name of our show, and we're on episode number forty three I never know We are continuing it's
0: the weeks staying are flying the by. course
1: I know time is flying by we're talking about Christmas services and staff meeting today yes i mean we're and, planning our Christmas service and then I'm going what
0: and then a week later. 2 weeks later we start 3 services because we're growing so much. Yeah,
1: so we pastor a church called Bridge Church in Fredericksburg, Texas. You can find us online at bridgefbg.com. Come check us out. We have our full services on there, sermons, messages, everything is on the website and love to have you just check it out and uh, we do our services live on Sunday. We're doing 2 services currently, but we are out of room. We have we're over capacity right now in our 2 services. So we're going to be going to three services January seventh. Yep. So we just made that decision today. It's a big decision. Our board of directors was cheering us on. They were like, "Y'all have to go to three services." It's so we got to make room for more.
0: But that means we have to find volunteers, more volunteers. It's a A lot lot of work. It's like having three events. Every single week that back, you're planning.
1: Back to back to back.
0: And I don't know how you're going to do it.
1: Oh, I'm so fired up. Well, I'm, I'm I worry
0: about you because, okay. No, I got it. When you, you preach, you know, your first sermon, mm-hmm. and then the second service comes, and I'm like, how does he remember if he... What he said before, or if he didn't, you know, what do you, what do you do if you go? Oh wait, he knows you what seven? the third service will be. I know. It'll be like a surprise. I don't you know. know if I could do that. So <laughs>
1: I'm not, I'm I'm super excited about it because our heart is to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Period. Yes, we're reaching people. People are getting saved. People are coming back to faith, who maybe had lost their faith or mm-hmm. gone through just life happened. And we're seeing them come back, and so, and then we've got a lot of people that are moving into our community. So Fredericksburg, Texas, we're in the heart of the Texas Hill Country. It's wine country out here. It's the second largest wine industry in America, uh, just behind Napa Valley. We'll probably pass Napa Valley in not too distant future. So it's a huge industry out here, two billion dollar a year industry. I think it's we more have, than that. Yeah, it probably is now. That was that was eight years ago, when I heard that stat. But we've lived here eight years, but we have people moving here from all, all over, over California, both the coasts. We've got people coming from Denver, Colorado. We have mm-hmm. a lot of Colorado a folks lot of Colorado. that are coming to Texas. And it looks like a lot of people are moving to Texas and Florida. Hmm, Wonder why. Yeah, I, so I, wonder. I say come one, come all, as long as you're... <laughs> Don't bring <laughs> as your as politics. You God, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said I know, that. I know. America. So anyway, our little town's growing and our church is just blowing up with new people from all over the place. And every week we're meeting people from a lot of Houston mm-hmm. folks move yeah. here. We love Houston South people. Lake. People
0: yeah. coming Dallas, from the Fort Dallas Worth. area. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's wild. And it really but it's is. fun too because every week it's just who's going to be there mm-hmm. and are we going to have room? And our children's ministry's out of room. So we just had capacity is- issues, but those are good. If you're going to have problems in a church, those are the kind of problems you want. Oh, there's too many people. We're not going to turn people no. away. We're going to we're going to make room, right. and that's what we're doing. The whole idea is to make room. And it's not because our goal is to grow a big church. We want to grow big people, big followers right. of Jesus who but love that- Him.
0: God wants to grow a big church because he wants people in church. He wants people serving him. A, he wants to bless in people. In he wants community. to meet Connected. the needs of people. He wants to give people hope.
1: It's beautiful, isn't it? Yep. By the way, you're beautiful.
0: Oh, you're so sweet. I mean, we've had a
1: good day. We've had a great day. We, this is funny. We had a staff meeting this morning, and we are going. We had a great day because we love our, we staff. Love our staff. We have a great it's team. Always,
0: I get excited. I do too. To it's go to work on favorite Tuesdays days for that reason. Yeah, we do it because it's really the only time we see all of them at one time. Yeah, we get because everybody together. Everybody has their own little area yeah. that they're in, and we don't really get to see them much. And
1: uh. Pastor Russ is our executive pastor, and and I kind of kick it off with just the inspiration side of it, and then he brings the he brings the heat with mm-hmm. with you know the the stuff, and we just ask for people to share from their different areas: children's ministry, student ministry, pastoral care, worship and production, connect groups. I mean, we just went around the table all the, all the departments that we have. And it was one testimony after another of what God is up to. Mm-hmm. The way we like to say it around here, I've been saying this for a long time. It's a quote from C.S. Lewis, The Chronicles of Narnia. Aslan is on the move, mm-hmm. the lion being Jesus. Aslan is on the move. Jesus is on the move. And we're believing God for revival and spiritual awakening.
0: And we have such an amazing church, which brings me to the topic we're going to talk about.
1: Wait. Oh, but wait! Before we do that, okay. I want to talk, catch up on a couple of things. First oh, of all, okay. our trip out to California, oh, that was okay. interesting. Yeah, so, that so, was very interesting. So we went out to Bethel Church in Redding, California. Mm-hmm. We love Pastor Bill Johnson. We've we've just learned from a distance from him. He's a very wise teacher, but we also know that the church there is very very. Um, Expressive.
0: (laughs) A lot more than any church I've ever been to. Than we've ever been to. So
1: there's a. I mean, I don't even know what words to use because I don't want to put it down at all. There's nothing to put down because it's it's, just
0: not. our tribe it's
1: their culture and that was what we realized very quickly these are just it's just not our tribe this yeah. isn't we're not we don't worship like that we believe the same things we believe that the holy spirit is is alive and active and involved we believe the god who spoke still speaks right. the god who healed still heals we believe the same things but in terms of expression <laughs> we're in a lutheran community a german community and the germans aren't exactly expressive people so we have a lot of lutherans in our church we have catholics, a lot of catholics in Methodist. our church and baptists and a lot of different folks that come to our church and then people who come from all over and and they're not they would never be that would be a hard environment for them to be in it was and, hard uh, for us it was hard for us yeah so we, much
0: so that we left the conference we, early we we, we left home.
1: early we felt like we got what we went for the lord really spoke through mm-hmm. um dr ed silvoso who wrote a book back in the 90s that rocked my world called that None should perish a great book on evangelism and taking Jesus into culture and then Bill Johnson pastor Bill Johnson's son Eric Johnson brought to me the mo- the the word we needed to hear yes he was absolutely. the first speaker and he talked about bringing Jesus taking Jesus into culture and not being weird and uh it was perfect was perfect but for then that environment. the whole
0: conference was weird
1: i know everything else was weird so. from their own so <laughs> and, you know we're, and we're just being honest some people might come to our church and go y'all are weird and we go yeah we probably are but because every church has a different culture and so we recognize that but anyway we got what we felt like we were supposed to get and then we came back a day early actually and uh, then we had a great weekend at the bridge oh my gosh full capacity just man god is Hasland's on the move. He's showing up. It's good. So it was a it was great, so great weekend. But the trip was good because when you and I go to away together, whether it's a working trip or like we have an anniversary trip coming up, thirty first anniversary, woohoo! And in November it'd be the weekend of Thanksgiving. We're going out to Pagosa Springs, Colorado. We were blessed, blessed, blessed by a church member to uh, gift us that for kind of um, Pastor Appreciation Month, which is October. And so uh, we're going to go out there and get to spend a few days in the mountains in a cabin and just so looking forward just to that. Just by ourselves, Just you I and know. me. I so can't wait. Did, did Tina no ask co- you, what are you going to do? Was yes, it Tina that Tina asked said, you Tina said, well,
0: what are you all going to do? And I said, I'm like, nothing. nothing. I'm so happy that we don't have to get up and go to an event or a conference. Right. We can sleep as long as we want. We can mm-hmm. stay in bed as long as we want. We can... Go out to eat. We, we can go over to cook Durango, Colorado. Yeah. So just down this We road can do whatever Vigosa. we want.
1: It's just going to be great. I, it,
0: I want no agenda. I don't want an <laughs> organized trip. I used to have to organize every trip. No uh, more. You've I'm done. That. I have I outgrown it. that. I want nothing. I just. No agenda.
1: It reminds me of uh, our sabbatical. Yeah, it's kind exactly. of like it's a short micro-sabbatical exactly. of just getting away and just having no agenda, but just enjoy mm-hmm. and be with God and be with each other. So anyway, and we won't do a show that week unless we do one pri- previous to we'll leaving town. Goes. We'll see how it goes. We may we may actually have to skip one, but I'm not going to take our gear because I think the internet out there is probably very sketchy. So I don't, oh, yeah, I don't even definitely. think it out in the boonies, yeah. out in the mountains. So anyway, that's coming up, and uh, oh, we had such a wonderful—we had a great day on Sunday at the church, and then Sunday afternoon, we just went and hung out with our besties. No, we didn't. No, Monday. Monday. I'm, I am so messed up. <laughs> yes, you Traveling are. I'm like, we didn't go anywhere. Me. What day on is Sunday? this, by the way?
0: Yes, we we went. You're right. We hung out with Monday. Adam and Tina, and we always have a great time. Oh. We try to get together at least once a week. Yeah, yeah, at least
1: get hang time either at the house. We went out to this amazing, beautiful winery called Augusta Venn. so beautiful. It's just beautiful. I mean, you go out there and you feel like you're in another world. Yes. It's it doesn't gorgeous. feel like you're in Texas. It, yeah. It feels like Napa or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just really, it's really beautiful. beautiful. You're surrounded by large vineyards and uh, it's just amazing. That's one of our, it's become one of our, we call it the club, our club, but that's become a favorite.
0: So that's, is that what? Tina's talking about I,
1: unless I'm missing okay. it cuz her newsletter she's talking about the club the and then club. we were joking about our club the club oh they they're going to so. turn the whole main part into the clubhouse oh. only for members. Oh okay. And then other people will be in the other new building they're building so oh, I anyway, didn't know that. That's yeah, what that that's is. That's what that is. Okay. So that, our
0: audience does not know what we're talking about. We're talking
1: oh, it's a beautiful winery here in the Texas Hill Country that we became members of a while back. And then we were thinking, well, maybe we shouldn't because we've basically stopped drinking. Yes. And we didn't stop drinking for moral issues or anything like that. It's because. Because of carnivore. carnivore, We are on the corner. It's not even a diet. It's just the way we eat now. I don't even call it a diet anymore, but some call it carnivore diet, but it's not. It's just the way we eat. And so, I mean, I rocked at least 22, 24 ounces of steak that tonight. Yeah. Two big New York strips. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. I'm happy right now
0: but we have to we when we became a member in june i believe it right or july we have to stay a member for a year so we still have to attend i mean uh get our wine so we're just like oh we'll, a give, wine we'll give a lot of these away we have
1: a big stash so <laughs> for people that drinking. love
0: wine <laughs> yeah
1: and like I said, it's not an issue. It's just, it's for our health and, and what we're trying to do, our health goals. And we're in great health, actually. You got your CAC number. Oh, my goodness. Which is a calcium. It's, it has to do with heart. And it's plaque. plaque it it in determines the heart. if you have plaque in the heart. The if scale is zero to what?
0: Well, I mean, it can go up to over 500. Right. And, and what did you get? Zero. Perfect
1: score, Perfect. girl. You're a rock I star.
0: prayed. I was like, Lord, I, because I didn't. It, what the test does was it determines if you're at risk for heart disease. Right. I was really more interested in you because your I know mother passed away at 45 of heart disease. Your grandfather, it was in your family. I didn't have it in my family, but with this carnivore diet. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, you know, you're going to die because you're eating so oh, much meat, which
1: is. Aren't you worried about having a heart attack? I'm like, no, I'm no, preventing a heart attack. We're right preventing
0: now. it. And I thought, I'm going to prove mm-hmm. this. And Dr. Barry said, you know, you should get all these different labs done. All of mine were good. And one of the labs he suggested is a CAC yeah. test. 119 bucks. Yeah. So it was worth it. And I prayed. I said, Lord, please let this be a zero, which means I have zero plaque.
1: Yeah, in that, my heart, that's and the it perfect score. I mean, it didn't get any better than that. No, that's the health. Uh, that is heart healthy. My as doctor it gets. sent
0: me the report. She was like, "This is so good." I'm Annette. super proud. I'm, like, I'm super because she said, "If you're going to do that, I want to see what the results are." Because yeah. I have a lot of people on on carnivore. Yeah, and I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a know. lot
1: of our friends are on carnivore. Our son's on carnivore.
0: Well, yeah. you know. To me, this is why going to three services is the perfect timing because of the energy we've yeah, had. Because I've, I've of carnivore, I've got the
1: stamina. I feel good. Yeah. two services is easy now, and so I wanted to say we. i looked at we are on day one twenty six. Wow, of uh, carnivore of Ketovor. Right, because we started, we just started with, with keto, keto. but uh, we're today is day one hundred of carnivore. Wow! So, wow. one hundred twenty-six days. Yeah, it's a milestone day. Mm-hmm. So, cheers! Cheers! What have you got in yon I've wine glass? I've got water there?
0: with a little bit of lemon in it, and
1: which I've got. It's more uh, keto than carnivore. I'm rocking a Perrier with lime. Yes, and so yeah. <laughs> our new love when we go out to eat steaks is club, club soda, soda and with lime. lime. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's like a treat.
0: Which most carnivores wouldn't do the lime thing, but, you know, yeah,
1: we're yeah. not trace 100%. It's so. trace amount stuff. So anyway, so we had a great time with, with Adam and Tina. We, I was talking to Tina because she volunteers at the church on Tuesday. So while we're doing our staff meeting, Tina Comes answers up to the, the church. Phone that never the rings. phone that never rings. Hall, <laughs> hallelujah. We don't want our phone to ring. We want people to call their Connect group leaders and right. minister to one another and always calling us. So but we
0: did have a lot of people coming in yeah, and out of the of church. Yeah, a lot of traffic.
1: But so she she does that on Tuesdays. That's <clears> such a big blessing for her, for us, for her to do that. And so big thanks, Tina. You're such a blessing and such a great friend. And we were just talking, she I went in and hugged her neck and she said, I just love it when we hang out because we could just be so ourselves right. with each other. Exactly. And I'm like, we are all just like, you know, rip me open and let me bleed out. I mean, we're just real that way. And that's that's what real friendship is. And so we love Adam and Tina Curry. I just wanna I wanna promote them for a moment and just say, uh, you need to listen to no agenda. If if you wanna know what's really going on in, in the media world. and in the world and politics, uh, Adam, the Podfather, Curry, and John C. Dvorak—they uh, host a show two days a week, three hours a show. It's unbelievable amount of content, but they do media deconstruction. And uh, man, they deconstruct so everything. Everything
0: you think the news is telling you that you, uh, you believe is is true and not real. True lies, it's not. lies. It's not.
1: So anyway, it's called No Agenda, and we just you can find that easily. Go to any platform, type in No Agenda. And it'll come up. They have their own website as well. You just type in no agenda and, and and you can get right to it. And then Adam and Tina have a podcast called Curry and the Keeper. And that's that's one of our faves. We listen to that. They do that tomorrow night. And uh, check them out, Curry and the Keeper. If you've never, you'll they really
0: laugh. Their whole premise is... Used to be around just the wine. That's true. And now it's it's leaning more towards God yeah, and what their journey. What their journey is. Yeah. And it is they have it's an amazing been testimony. amazing to listen to. And uh so and we get to be a part of that journey. I know. we're like
1: on the fifty yard line. We never seats. get
0: to be part of a journey like yeah, this. We're not in the cheap seats.
1: We're literally on, out on the playing field it's, with them. It's, it's so, so much fun. Joyful, yeah. and uh, it's just fun seeing Adam being able to attend church on Sunday mornings. He hasn't for years because, a he wasn't a Christian, so he didn't go to church. And then when he became a Christian a couple of year year and a half ago, he still he does this no agenda show on uh, for what sixteen years. On Sunday. And so now this he's had three weeks in a row with he's us. He's
0: getting up early. And
1: it, yeah, he's he's sacrificing he to is. be there.
0: Because he felt like the Lord said, can yeah, you sacrifice yeah. to come? You need to be with the body yeah, of God Christ. Speaking.
1: Wow. It's amazing. I love it. It's just so fun seeing my best friend. Seeing all my best friends, I get to see Adam and Tina, my two best friends, and you're my real way Aww. best friend. So to have you guys there. We and, just
0: need to bring Chevy somewhere. I wish we
1: could. <laughs> <laughs> Other people brought their dogs Oh, before, I know. You know. On the front row. That's road. all I'm going to say about yeah. that. So anyway, we had a great time with them and just, again, just being friends. And so let's talk about our topic today because we wanted to go, we wanted to talk to you and share and just have a conversation about something that was very painful for us. Very heart wrenching
0: because man. a lot of people go through what we're going to talk about, or have gone through it, and right. maybe they didn't. It didn't end well,
1: yeah.
0: Or maybe it did, Um but maybe they have to learn some lessons right. from it because a lot of times we we repeat things that happen yeah. in our life, and uh, I I feel like this is going to help some people.
1: I think so. Let me frame it. Okay. Let me frame it in the way of a question. And here's the question. What do you do when you're doing all the right things and it all falls apart?
0: Because you think, so maybe I'm not doing all the right things.
1: Or we get mad at god because we have a transactional relationship where we're saying Ooh. we're saying you know because i did all these this, good things then you should have blessed me with all an easy road especially
0: if you're doing them all in the name
1: of god mm-hmm. yes so when you have a transactional faith it is so dangerous mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. so not the bible there's there's no transaction here i mean jesus is lord and god is the king of kings the president of presidents and governor of governors i mean he he's the ruler of all and so there's not a transactional thing here. It's not, I'll do this if you do that. I mean, that's transactional. So so when you're doing all the right things and it all falls apart, what do you do? How do you handle it? And we had that happen to us. To
0: where we pretty much lost everything.
1: We did lose everything. We lost our home. I had to sell one of our two cars. We 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 literally, we lost our retirement part yes. of it. And now,
0: so- all of it. Oh, okay, thanks. We lost. That's all encouraging. Of it.
1: So, so yeah, no, that's not true. Well, we're,
0: we had to pay off yeah. bills to live with our retirement. So, but right. yeah, but yeah. basically, we we didn't. We had to start all over right. just a few years ago. Rebuild at our age. Yeah, which there's yeah. no way you can rebuild.
1: So what would happen was we found ourselves um, unemployed. Uh, I was on staff at a church. I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna talk about who that was because that's, that doesn't matter. But the circumstances came around where I called out the senior pastor on a heresy. We were actually supposed to take over the church. Right. Uh, we had gone to So we moved, our family, moved our family from Nashville back to Don't Texas. Don't say where not it is. Back to Texas. Okay. Back to Texas. And so we were, I, I was the associate pastor, but was going to become the senior pastor. That was the deal. That was the whole thing. And uh, we were going to transition into that, and then things started to change once we got there. The church started to grow. You and I were working hard. We, you were working with children's ministry. I was overseeing youth ministry and everything, worship, the whole thing, and uh, basically running the church. And then the leader liked that arrangement, and he changed his mind. And he his decided
0: mind. that he wanted to keep that arrangement. Yeah. Yet we had you had been a senior pastor for years, yeah, and we had only come— as an associate pastor just in the interim so that the church could get to know you yeah. and then he could sit you in. So what had pastor. happened was
1: a lot of people start gravitating towards us because yeah. they thought we were going to be the senior pastors too. And he just, man, he just did a flip flop on us.
0: But he, but he was, he had some heresy and he, he had some
1: heretical stuff that I had to address because as a, as a pastor
0: who's been trained
1: and a shepherd, who's here to shepherd the sheep and protect mm-hmm. the sheep if there's If there's something's heretical, and you see it all through the New testament in, this, in the letters, Paul combating those who are heretical, and so I simply asked for an audience with him to actually sit down and let's open the Bible and let's present our views and I have a and i I, I was going to debunk what he was saying, which was. Off.
0: Which if someone did that with you and your eyes were open and you realized, oh, I would,
1: I would repent, you would
0: repent and go, oh, my goodness. Go,
1: oh, my gosh. Thank I did you not for bringing it. that
0: to the light.
1: And I had a blind spot there. So exactly. thank you. And, and instead he got angry and fired me without board approval, without anything and just totally overrode everything simply because I called him out. Mm-hmm. And uh, that sent us. I'll never forget. I was driving home because I left after he fired me. I was driving home and I called you and I said, hey, I'm on my way home. And you're like, what are you doing coming home? And I said, well, I just lost my job. And
0: you didn't know. You said we just got fired. We just got fired because you there. were on I was staff, on staff too. too. We were both on so staff. So it wasn't just you. Yeah. It was both of I us. I said, we
1: just got fired. Mm-hmm. And, and what did, what did it oh, feel like when you heard those words?
0: I was so angry because I, I think I was shocked that this could happen. Um i wasn't I was never angry with God, but I questioned God, why did this happen? why did you let this happen because we were coming in the right spirit you never approach anyone in the wrong spirit Even you always when I sat
1: down to talk with him I did it gently spirit because of
0: appeal let me you know let me is. help you with not this accusation but no appeal. you you did not yeah. do, I no. know you and um so i I was just like, wow. Now I know how Joseph felt when he got accused mm-hmm. of raping, yeah, committing um, adultery. Potiphar, yeah. Potiphar's wife, wife um, and yet he he was running away from her. She grabbed his jacket, his cloak, and then used that to tell yeah. her husband because he refused to because to he have refused sex with to her. have sex with her because she was the one yeah. yeah, giving the, the ultimatum. Yeah, that's in the Bible. folks. Yeah. that's in the Bible. But he ended up. Um, he got accused. Accused. Now, falsely and accused. Thrown in jail. Yeah. And yet, how did he handle it? Oh, boy, did he, he handle it. handled it with grace, grace and honor. Grace and honor.
1: Honor. So we got sent into a tailspin. And to make matters worse, we, we knew that we had to move. We had to make a change. And we weren't sure what we, we were going to do. And
0: we had a daughter who just... Started junior
1: high. Yeah. And a daughter in junior high. Our other kids were grown and out of the house. And so we had her to think about. We just brought her to a new school, knew everything, and her life was not going great at the time. And everything came apart. Everything. I mean, everything that could break, broke. Um, I mean, th- if you'll remember this, We were renting a house, you Mm -hmm. know, and planning on buying a house. We literally
0: did a two-year lease. Did a two-year lease because we thought
1: we're there from now on. Yes, and we had to call our our landlord and break our lease. And he, he said, look, he said, and he was so gracious. He was. he was Jewish. Jewish. And I had a great relationship. He knew I was a pastor and a Christian. I knew he was Jewish and Orthodox and we had a wonderful exchange. Mm-hmm. And I had to explain, you know, this is, this is something we didn't see coming. He was willing to work with us he and was. help us the best he could. However, he said, I've got to put it back on the market. And I, and he said, so when are y'all going to move? And I, I said, we don't know yet. We don't
0: even know where we're going to go.
1: And, and so he said, well, I'm going to go ahead and put it on the market and see what happens. And it rented immediately. Well, what
0: happened was, this was so crazy, is I had left. We had someone living with us, too, someone who had moved yes. to the area mm-hmm. to work in the church with us. Mm-hmm. And we had to tell her. Mm-hmm. And so her and I had left to go grocery shopping or do something and when we came back, we noticed people were in our house. And usually they call. Did they call you? I don't Did remember. the realtor? I don't think so. I think they forgot to contact us. I know you they, drove up and they were showing the house. And they were showing the house. And the gentleman saw the look on my face when I walked in. And it was, he, it was a man that was looking at the house for his family. And I just burst out in tears. Yeah. Because I, I saw him signing the lease. Yep. And I just lost Here we it. Are. We are. And we, I was like, We've oh. lost our job. And now, now we're, we've lost our now house. Now we're homeless. <laughs> what are we going to do? And it just, so I'll never forget that gentleman, when he was walking out the door, he asked for me, and I, I walked out there, and he said, ma'am, I can tell that you're, you and your husband are Christians because you have scripture written all over this place. And he said, what is going on? And I let him know. And I'll never forget him saying, "You know what? I have an answer for you." And he was a godly man. I remember this is mind bending. And he and I've never met him before. Don't know anything about him. And he said, "I have an RV in storage, and if you need a place before you find figure out where you're going, I'll go put that RV on any um, RV." Yeah,
1: you you pick the RV park and I'll go park it and and I will put it it.
0: Wherever you want. And you can
1: have it as long as you need it. And you weren't
0: there. It was just me. And I was just like, what? So he gave me his card or whatever. You came home. I told you. And you're like, what? Okay, that's creepy. We don't even know this (laughs) guy. Well, I mean, yeah. But we decided to take a chance. And we called him and his whole family came. And we took him up on it.
1: And we ended up living in their RV RV. for what, three months? Yes. I was there for three years. ended up going.
0: I ended up going back, going to Nashville for a little bit.
1: And it was beautiful. It was one of those. It was. was, I didn't know if this was going to be like a little. It's like a $200,000. This was a huge huge RV. Massive RV. And so that he set us up. And I I mean, that's a
0: God thing right there. Oh,
1: it was really. Man, God came to the rescue. We were still devastated, though. We lost. Oh. everything we and two we were humiliated it was just so humiliating i the only time i got fired was from a job in high school when i because i wanted to play football and and the dude said you can't play football and work here because it's going to interfere he said i'm gonna have to let you go it devastated me you could have just stuck a well, knife this, in my heart this was a lot so more. here i am as an adult <laughs> getting fired yes. and, and having
0: uh, a young person and the sad thing is is faith had just started this new school we'd yep. only been there a few, few yeah, months a few months and she, she went to a counselor and told them we were homeless.
1: I know. So they thought, well, do you they need to called get out? us? Yeah, know. and yeah. said
0: that your daughter said you are homeless. Do y'all need meal plans? I you know, know, do y'all it need? Like, we're like, no. Our whole we world just, just fell apart. I had to explain the situation, and I said we we can, we can pay for her meals. We're just luckily she was about school was going to be out in a month or so, and so. Um,
1: So, so let's uh, spare the details. Let's, let's get to the, to the crux of what happened. So we, we now had a reason and an opportunity to be angry and offended. We could have, we could have, man, we could have filed a lawsuit on this thing. We had a case and we had people come alongside us who said, you actually have a case. You know, this is wrong. Every, the way this was handled, this is not right. And we, made a decision early on that we were going to walk in honor. Oh man, that was tough because everything in your flesh, everything in your body and people around you want you to validate yourself. Right. I mean, when we get hurt, when we get ripped off, when we get fired, you know, unjustly and cause you were, do- we were doing the right things. We were standing for the right things and then we still lost everything. And then we lost everything else. And I had to get rid of your car. We were down to one car. I mean, we were just, it was like, what else is, we had to put everything in storage. Our whole house was in storage. And
0: we could have stayed in that RV forever, but we were like, we were, we were lonely. We were in a place where none of the rest of our family, we were like, so I, I, I I had to go to Nashville. I had a friend who was really sick and dying and I wanted to see her. And that's where my daughter and son-in-law were and grandkids, and I came home, or I called you, and I said, I think I think, if we have a chance to move anywhere in the world right now, we need to be close to family. Let's move to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And so you and Alicia pack, came back and packed up the – no, we went in states no.
1: We stayed. We went with to Brian. Arkansas first. Yeah, and our, stayed. Pastor Rick and Cindy McClure. We did. They offered they us a basement. Up. They had this cool basement apartment yes. in Malvern, Arkansas, and they said we get it just happened to them, <laughs> the very same thing. Yes. And they had people who came around them and helped them. And so they came around us. They paid it forward. So we stayed with them we for about a month.
0: Them. And then I went to Nashville and y'all yeah. came and then packed up. I followed up. you back up to and Nashville. And I said, let's just move to Nashville. But we couldn't, we couldn't get a place because we didn't know where we were we did, going to land. Out,
1: I was putting out resumes. How, many, I, how many resumes you, did I We out?
0: counted and it was over five. You counted. Resumes. I quit counting about two. Well, I'm I'm the numbers person. I'm in accounting. So remember,
1: devastating. It
0: was devastating because you got a lot of
1: dear John letters, dear John letters, <laughs> or
0: nothing at all. Yeah, yeah, either or. That. Or we would get down to about what four to six churches, and it would be between you and the young guy. And, and they, they always chose the, the young, young guy. guy.
1: Yeah, so we had a lot of we we dealt with one disappointment after it another. was a blow after a but blow we after never, a blow.
0: Cursed God.
1: No, we never got mad at God. No. Because I, I never thought it was God. I thought, these are people, Yeah, you know, the, the but what people started do, this.
0: They do, or yeah. they get mad at the church. And this yeah. wasn't the church no. either. No. This drew us, we had to go find a church where we could heal. And Exactly. You, we weren't ready to go back in the ministry. I no, was. I'm no, glad no, no, we God not. did not let us get a yeah. job when, especially there was one particular one that Wanted us, I think yeah, they, it was up north, up Ohio or something, or
1: somewhere, and they were begging us to come. Remember, and they called us not and just said, "Please come." Phil, right and we were about like, it, man. Thank you, but no, it's not our time. It's not. And so we were eleven months unemployed, mm-hmm. which is just mind bending. And the, and the only reason why I was unemployed is because I was doing all the resume work and getting all these semi offer. So I kept getting strung along like, oh, this one's gonna happen. Oh, this one and then it would be one letdown, one disappointment. And so it strung us along for months where we kept thinking, Oh, we're gonna end up in Georgia. We're gonna end up in Idaho. We're gonna end up out in Washington.
0: Or Hawaii.
1: Or Hawaii. That was another one that we got down to the wire with. So we kept all these Opportunities seemed to be right dangling in front of us, and then they would all go away at the last second. And so it was let down after let down, rejection after rejection. And I spent hours. We ended up living
0: with friends or family. We went back and forth for for that solid eleven months. It
1: was humiliating for me as a man and a provider for my family. And yet, in the middle of that humiliation, which was my flesh, that was my pride, in the middle of that, the Lord kept telling me, stay the course. I got you. I got you. I'm here. I haven't left you. I haven't abandoned you. I haven't forsaken you. And I just kept, I remember I would tell you, I know this is the right thing. I know God's going to open a door somehow, some way, something's going to work out. And I just never let go of that. And I refuse to be mad at God because it wasn't God. And we refused to, to abandon the church.
0: We were at the church every time the, church. the door
1: opened. We became church junkies. Mm-hmm. We did. We were the best church members anybody would ever and want. We went up, we up for there. prayer
0: every single oh, man. Sunday. Because we, we, we found a wonderful
1: church in, um, in Nashville, yeah, Mm -hmm. south, south of Franklin. And it was a healing place for us. Pastor Steve Berger was instrumental in that healing and the other staff too, Mm -hmm. the rest of the other team members were instrumental in our healing and such a place where we could just come and breathe. And, um, God healed us through worship. It was worship in the word. You know, the things that we had been doing for others now was being done for us, and we were receiving the healing. And then you, you ended beautiful. up
0: not going into the ministry, but you got offered a position with Dave Ramsey mm-hmm. and uh, worked for him. I ended up working back in the um, medical field. I was working in, at a doctor's dentist office. hmm and we weren't ready to go back into we the ministry. Until and we
1: learned a lot, though, being back in the workplace, yes, working oh, a regular eight to five made job. made us appreciate. It did. It gave well, us perspective. It gave us
0: perspective because we had put so much pressure on people to be at church every time the door opened, you know, every time we have anything. yeah. And we realized people can't do that.
1: The church movement we were a part of was pretty legalistic it was pretty and hardcore legalistic. on, like, yes. you know, you're, you need to be there, you need to sacrifice and and we were in that for but, a number of years but, but my boy, job we realized. was so demanding yeah
0: that it was all I could do to go when I could go which we did end up going a lot but I I just had a different perspective of right. what to expect from exactly. people but then two years I guess we were two years into Dave Ramsey and where I worked and you called me one day and you said I'm ready to I'm ready to put my resume it's out time. again and I was like what? And you said I really, I, I believe we need to go back to Texas, and so I said, well, why don't you contact some pastors that we know in the Texas area? Just put a feeler out, let them yeah. know that you're avail- You you're you're ready to jump back into ministry, and all the pastors that you contact, both jo- both pastors had. There were positions in those churches.
1: And they both offered those and positions they, we after got, we interviewed. Yes. So I, is, we got two offers within three days apart. Yes. Two great offers. And we and had
0: to and we had to really say, Lord, which one? Which one? And we chose the right one. And the thing is, we would not be in this amazing church if any of that didn't happen.
1: So that's let's just talk about that for a minute yes. because sometimes we think My gosh, the wheels have fallen off my life. I'm in a place I never thought I would be. This is horrible and awful. But then you find yourself at some point where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And had you not have gone through the valley of the shadow of death, Psalm 23, Mm -hmm. then you would not have ended up. And so we've talked about the connectivity of everything, and, and connecting the dots is a big thing with us, where if that terrible thing had not have happened, we would not be... In the amazing place we're in we now. We wouldn't be
0: doing this podcast right now. We wouldn't be doing anything. We wouldn't be anywhere. in Fredericksburg.
1: We don't know where we would be. Exactly. No telling. And so we're where we're supposed to be. And part of it, I think, is because we we ended up giving in to God in the middle of it to say, we don't know what to do. You're going to have to tell us. You're going to have to. We're in the valley of the shadow of death. We We're trying not to fear evil, but it's scary right now. And so we were real honest with God and he helped us navigate every step along the way. And I think because we decided not to dishonor the people who had hurt us because it was there was a few people and we decided to give honor instead of anger. And not to say we weren't hurt, not to say we it,
0: even called the people. Yes. That hurt us. Yes, and we repented to them.
1: We repented to them and released them for our for cynicism. Our, yeah, we did, and God has restored many of those relationships. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them are completely restored, exactly. and we've we've even had some come preach in our church. Exactly. So, God, it all came so full good. circle. He's so good. and they're they're coming to our church now and going, "This is amazing! What you guys here in Fredericksburg, this great church?" And we're like we never would have thunk going <laughs> That's not through a word, i know honey. it's a terrible word but we never would have thought that going through all that would actually be the very thing that landed us exactly where we Which dreamed we would Joseph. be someday.
0: Joseph ended what ended up second in command of in a whole e- in nation all of Egypt. Yes.
1: Under Pharaoh. Yes. I know.
0: If you look, I mean there's so many parallels in the story, it's it's uncanny. Totally. And
1: And by the way, Joseph's story is all of our story if we will surrender to the process.
0: Because it is a process.
1: That's the thing is it involves something that we don't like very much here in the West. Time, T-I-M-E. Waiting. Patience. Yes, all of that. Endurance, resilience, (laughs) all of that.
0: But you read a scripture yesterday or Sunday that talked about God proving us, God testing us.
1: Oh yeah, that He tested them in the desert. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me and, pull and that up. It's that a beautiful
0: came to my mind when we were talking about what we were going to talk about on the show because I really feel like God was testing us through this time, and are we going to deny Him and 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 what He has for us, or we, or we, you know going to allow him to take us through the test. Yeah. Are we going to pass it? Right. Because if you don't pass it, you have to go through it again.
1: And here's the, here's the thing. I, I remember hearing a pastor say this years ago. It's kind of a familiar um, cliche, but God will take your test. And if you rightly respond to the test, he will turn your test into, into a, a testimony. testimony. Yes. Um, Exodus 20 says this. It says, Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. So he was going to go back up onto the mountain to get the tablets from God, the Ten Commandments. He says, "Do not be afraid. God has come to test you." The word "test" there is the word "prove." And I, I told the story about my granddad was a cabinet maker, and every time he built something of wood, and I grew up in a cabinet shop. He would always put pressure on it. He always put pressure on it to test it. That's what you, when you're a builder, you put stress on whatever you're building, and that shows if it's worthy of passing the test. And so. My, my extrapolation from that is that God puts pressure on us. Mm-hmm. He tests his work. We think the devil's attacking us. It may just be God testing us mm-hmm. because I, he's I building like, us.
0: And I feel like that's what he was doing with oh, us during exactly. that. Because it was several years. It wasn't just, Yeah, you this know, didn't
1: happen overnight. No. This was a long, a long, long road. Journey.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> long journey.
1: And yet coming out of it and being where we are, I'm sitting in our staff meeting today. I'm looking around at these beautiful people. We're hanging out with Adam and Tina yesterday, and we're sitting here with these beautiful friends in this beautiful place on gratitude. a fall day. Gratitude. All you can have is gratitude. All you it's can say you is, can God, have. only you could have taken our broken shards and put all this back together again for us to be in the best place we've ever been in our lives and the happiest we've ever been in our lives and the more in love with each other that we've ever our been in our marriage is
0: strengthened more. Through that. You know, what was crazy is during that time where we were living with, with family and friends, Faith, you and I were in one bedroom, a little 10 by 10. 10 by she 10. was on the floor all that
1: time. On an air mattress that had a leak in yes. it. Yes.
0: So it wasn't ideal no. to strengthen our marriage, <laughs> our intimacy for sure. For sure. But God has a way. He has such a sense of humor. <laughs> And he restores he, he things. He restores. He's
1: a restorer. Yes. He, he He repairs, he restores, he rescues, he delivers. But we all have those to things.
0: stick with it. We have to have That's perseverance. It. That's
1: it. So I have three words I want to share. Okay. I mean, literally three words. That's not a long word. Three. Okay. And it's this. For you listening to this and you're like, I can so relate to pain. I can so relate to trauma because this was trauma, trauma. for us. I can so relate to walking in unforgiveness. I can so relate to feeling like nothing works, and every time it starts to get good, it feels like the rug gets pulled out from under me. If that's you, I've got a word for you, three words for you. Stay the course. Here's three more. Do not quit. Here's four. Do not give up. God has you even when you don't think he does. And it's like the old footprints in the sand, you know, poster. You know, it's like God. I, there were two sets of footprints in the sand, and then there were only one. Where did you go? And he said, "I, I was, was carrying you." you yes. Yeah. So it's but a beautiful thing.
0: Is, thing. Is, he's got you, but you still you have to do something. Yes. In other words, stay you faithful. have to stay faithful to God. Stay committed he's, to him. He, you know, he wants to draw near to you, but you have to draw near to him.
1: Yeah, good, and so it's good.
0: It, it it works both ways. You can't expect God to make everything work out, but you yeah. don't have anything to do with them. But maybe every Sunday, yeah. So God wants a relationship.
1: He does. He wants to hear from you,
0: and so he and he wants to give you hope. He wants to help you through all the daily grind that yeah. we go through. Yeah. We have to do our part too.
1: So whatever you may be going through right now, we want we want to encourage you to stay the course. God is not abandoned you. He's got you. But I would encourage you in terms of staying the course, you've got to turn toward him. Turn your face to him. I love what the psalm says that when we look to him, we become radiant. Our faces are radiant. And and it says and our faces have no shame. And so keep your eyes on him, even in the midst of the storm, even in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death, even when things are breaking, when things are not working, because real faith, real Bible faith Mm -hmm. is not when things are going great, I'm half faith. There you go. When when everything's working out, oh, yay, God, he's amazing. He's blessed me with this and that. Real Bible faith means... What Job said, though though he slay Slay me, me. yet will I trust him. Yes, yes. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. That's real faith. Real faith, when things are not working out, you say this, I know God loves me. I know God's good, and he has my back.
0: And it doesn't take faith if everything's going well.
1: Oh, exactly. That's swinging in a hammock on an autumn day. It takes
0: faith when things aren't going so well but you still... Allow God to work.
1: If I could just brag on ourselves a little bit, tiny bit, I think the best thing we did during that whole thing is that we never gave up on our call. No, we never, we, knew we never that call, doubted. We never God, doubted the God our who call. God called to ministry. us
0: to ministry. Yeah, He knew this was coming, yeah.
1: and so we never gave what up. What were we going to do with it? We never. I never. I never doubted it. Not only did we not give up on it, I never doubted my call. To what God's called me to do and that's to be a pastor and to bring life and hope and build bridges to people so I never let go of that and so even in the midst of our most pain our most disappointment our most oh my god what are we going to do how are we going to make a living how are we going to yeah will anybody will, will I ever get a church again I'm get a 500 turndowns you know mm-hmm. and so the the key was to not quit stay the course Sorry, I don't want to beat that dead horse, but I know there's somebody listening Mm -hmm. that's going to hear this. This is
0: for somebody today. This
1: is for somebody. It may be for you. And if it is, write us. Let us know. You can write us at livingupinadownworld.com. And there's a place that you can write us. Let us know if this is your story. Let us know if you're in the middle of something because we will commit to pray for you. Yes. Because I thank God for the many people that oh, prayed my for goodness. us. We had so many people, people so praying. encouraged us through that. We'd get notes and emails and texts from people saying, Hey, God's got you. Don't give up. And I didn't look at that and go, oh, Whatever, you're doing great. No, I looked at it and went, Yeah, you're right. Amen. He does have us. We're going to be okay. And you know what? We're more than okay. God has restored 20-fold. I mean, it's like More than we could ever Unbelievable! Yes. And, and it's so... We, we He took our test, and it's now a testimony. He took our mess.
0: Turned it into a message.
1: Amen, girl. You're preaching now. <laughs> You're on fire. <laughs> well, hey, we love you guys, and I, we do know that, that there are a lot of people hurting right now, and and there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. But here's the thing. Jesus Christ is our anchor, and He is sure and He's unshakable. And if you need to tie yourself to that anchor, I mean, anchor off on Christ. He's the rock. And so just to encourage you, if, if you have maybe not been in touch with your faith from childhood, don't wait another day. Right now, right where you are, right where you're listening to this, make a make a make an informed decision to say, I need to get back to God. All he wants is to hear from you. And to repent simply means to turn and face him. It doesn't mean to turn away from your junk. By turning and facing him, you automatically turn away from your junk. Just turn to him and let your face meet his face. You do that in prayer. You do that in an honest cry out saying, God, I need you. It's not working for me. I've blown it. I need you. I need your help. He'll be there Now, He may not fix everything right away. That's the misnomer. We talk about broken promises.
0: It took years for us. It took years for us to recover. But we persevered through it.
1: That's right. Man, thank God for His help and Mm -hmm. people around. So we want to come around you and help you and encourage you, even if it's a note or an email or whatever, for us to, if we see your name. In fact, I'm looking at some names right here, some shout-outs I want to do that we're going to pray for, Jennifer and Patrick and uh, Robert and, those who, uh, uh, Renee, who have written in to encourage. And, and so um, we love you and we're for you. And listen, God is for you. He's not against you. He yeah, is for you. Not. And you have not sinned so far and you have not gone so far out from under the grace canopy of God, the umbrella of God, that he can't, you can't come back or you wouldn't be breathing right now. You wouldn't even be on this planet. That means if you have a pulse, there's still a purpose and a promise and God is calling you back through our story right here that no matter how hard it gets and how how unhopeful it appears to be, he still has you. He still has you. So turn to him. Let's give some shout-outs. All right. Man, I, I made a quick turn on that, but just know we love you. Um, first of all, Mr. Adam Adam the Podfather Curry Mm -hmm. sent us some Satoshis
0: again (laughs)
1: imagine this number 77,700 I know that's called a striper donation right there and thanks for the file Mr. Adam Curry love you my brother he wrote I love walking down the narrow path with our friends we are truly blessed, and he says boosting is loving, <laughs> and boosting is adding value. We we talk about value for value here. That if if what we're doing means something to you and is helping and encouraging, you you can send us some value. And there's ways, different ways to do that. You can do it through a note. You can do it through leaving a review on our website. You can do it from by sending this link to a friend to say, hey, check this couple out and their dog. You know, and their dog. They're kind of weird, but they're they're cool. So. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Wow. This you because know, sometimes maybe our story resonates with people that, you know, even though we're pastors, we are extremely real people. Right. Uh, we, we 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 cut and bleed like everybody else and we have to navigate life just like everybody else. And that may help somebody. So one way to show value is to send our link to others and pass pass the good news around.
0: Well Jennifer Marshall sent us some money today she's through so PayPal. Sweet. Going through some some stuff herself yeah, and yet time. she sends us yeah. a gift. What Jennifer, a wonderful we girl. We love you. She is wonderful.
1: I even had her name right up here. She's sitting on the front row thank with you, us. Thank you, Jennifer.
0: Yes. Thank you, Jennifer. Appreciate that today. I love Praying that. Praying for you, too. I love that.
1: Even as, as heavy as what she's going through right now, a major life crisis, she's on the front row worshiping God. Yes. She is not quitting. She's staying the clo- she, course. And
0: she will, too. She I believe proving it. what yes, we're talking exactly. about. exactly. She's
1: walking it out. Yes. And Jennifer, we have your back. We have your front. We'll hold you up. We'll hold your arms up. And we're not gonna let you go, girl. We love you and we're we're for you and with you. Got a beautiful, this is so cool, a guy named Robert Ludwig. He wrote, and it's a review on our on our living up in a... you've not heard this, so I'm gonna share it with you. He writes, thank you. And it's very interesting what he says. I had been debating listening for a few weeks. Well, I'm glad you lost the debate, so started listening. <laughs> right. I don't know how you were debating with yourself or whatever. Anyway, he says, I have been debating listening for a few weeks and just found ways not to. But this last weekend, I got a nudge to start listening. Where do you think that nudge came from? Mm, Holy, Spirit. Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. He says, I have been binging as much as I can and I am and, and so far six epi- episodes in. I have laughed a lot and even shed a few tears. Looking forward to listening to all the episodes. Thank you.
0: Where's he from?
1: It doesn't say where he's from. Robert, write us back. I'd love to hear some of your story. You're hearing our story, especially if you're going back to the beginning of all these. But we would love to hear a little bit about you. So, Robert, thank you for sending a review. That is very encouraging to us. And just thank you for your kind words. And, I'm again, I'm glad you lost the debate and you're listening. So, anyway, I'm just joshing with you. Blessings to you. Then we got a beautiful, beautiful note from Patrick Coble. And uh, he said that Adam will know him. And so he writes this You haven't heard this yet, honey. It says, Jimmy and Annette, first, thank you for everything you have done and are doing with this podcast and with your life. By the way, he's ex military, real deal warrior.
0: You'd love ex military people. I'd
1: love military people because I'm so grateful. Veterans Day is coming up mm-hmm. where we get to say thanks. He says, you're making a significant impact worldwide, and you are appreciated. Hearing about your lives has changed mine.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: I know. This is beautiful. It's so refreshing to hear about struggles and that everything is not perfect, even our pastor's lives. And that's true. It's not perfect. <laughs> it's beautifully broken, and we just navigate just like everybody else. He says, and you all are so honest that it makes a deep connection with us all, and I'm thankful for you both. He said, I'm a longtime No Agenda listener. Yay. And the Duke of the South, Adam will know me. I hope to see you all one day for a combo meetup. That would be awesome. Or somewhere to thank you in person. I have been a drifter from Christianity from middle school till now, from going to church all the time and being baptized to nothing for 10 years, to having kids and going back with them and then fizzling away and trying to get back now because of you, too. Oh, my gosh. I know. Patrick, champion, we are so for you. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't get all that information. We
0: need to know so that I'm gonna we write can him back plan meetups. Exactly. I'm gonna write we have a meetup coming up. Patrick, I'm going to be
1: returning your your note. I'm not going to read the whole note because some of it's private. So he says, sorry for this first uh, long first contact form, but I hope it helps and may help your listeners and church family as we approach Veterans Day. And so he talks about I'm not going to read the whole thing. He says, One of my biggest struggles has to do with what I've been through in war when I went deployed to Iraq two times. I can't even imagine. I think there are lots of veterans who struggle with faith, and I've never found a podcast or blog that talks about it because it's such a hushed subject. And many veterans never talk about it. And he says, my big question is dot, dot, dot. I'm not going to read the rest of that. Wow. That's personal. But Patrick, I'll just say from our perspective, one of the reasons why a lot of people don't go there is because we're not veterans. We, we can't even pretend to comprehend what you have walked through, what you have seen. I can't
0: even imagine.
1: Uh, we pastored in Abilene, Texas, their Dias Air Force base, and 50% of our church was military. And that's where we really developed our love for military personnel and heart for them and, and what and they go through. Received
0: a lot of insight
1: Oh yeah, on yeah. what they go through. Oh, the re-entry after being in even, the sandbox was devastating. Imagine. And so, Patrick, I just want to say that's why you probably don't hear a lot of things. Maybe not because it's hush-hush or not because it's taboo. It's just... If people have not had that experience, for me to speak into it would would almost sound ingenuous, and I would never want to do that. But I am going to write you back in terms of what you wrote me and just hopefully encourage you. But Patrick, I want to say thank you for taking the time to reach out. Thank you for following me. I think I saw you follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn. And so, Good. brother, I, I want to dialogue with you. And I, I In agree. In any way
0: we can help.
1: Yes, we want to encourage yes, you. Yes, we definitely want to encourage you. As you re-engage your walk with the Lord. And I'm sure Adam's right along with that as Adam has you know engaged his walk with Jesus and Tina. So we're here and we're for you. And uh, man, Duke of the South, bro, thank you for your service. I can never say that enough. And I genuinely mean it. In fact, anytime I see a first responder or military personnel anywhere, airport, a restaurant, wherever, I always stop and thank them. I saw saw two. Hello. There you go. Okay.
0: What happened?
1: All right. I'm going to pick it up and we're going to edit that. So, um, I saw two military personnel, um, uh, two paramedics uh, the other day in a store. And I went over to him and I said, hey, I just want to thank you for what you do. And they were like, thank you. They and were I like said, shocked. They were shocked. They, they were Because just most like, people don't and he, do And the that. guy said, gosh, nobody ever says that to us. And I said, the reason I'm saying that to you is because my dad was a firefighter. I grew up in a first responder home. I get it. And he said, man, thank you so much. And it was my privilege to do so. So the reason why we had a little faux pas there is I turned over my period on Mr. my stronger. desk and I accidentally <laughs> muted. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: sure did. Yeah,
1: yeah. Smooth That's move right. there. So anyway, a little uh, production faux pas. I think I'll just leave this in. You know, this this is real. This is, this is us. This is, this is us. <laughs> this, is a, this is real life. We're messy. Yeah, we're messy. messy. We're messy people. So anyway, Patrick, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your heart, and for being the person you are and responder and life saver and we want to encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Well, babe, that about does it since I just made a big old mess. I know. But yeah, we're all good. I Think we're all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just one of those evenings. I'm a goofball. What can I say? Okay. I'm clumsy. It's just water.
1: I know. Thank goodness it didn't go on anything vital other than just making a mess on I know, the
0: bus. I was worried about all the electronics uh, Well, when right the here. when it
1: went off the air, I was like, "Oh no." But it was because I mashed the, the mute button trying to keep it from. So I made a bigger mess just by <laughs> just trying to stop it. That's okay. Well, folks, thank you. We love you guys and we're here for you. Hey, there's a stripper boost when it should have been this.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. You're I'm on a roll. Right I'm totally
1: now. discombobulated. <laughs> hey, okay. this is real. I'm not even going to edit this out. Nope, this don't is, edit it is out. This is life. This is as we real. Know it. Life is messy
0: We love you guys Thanks for joining us Have
1: an amazing week Please let us know Where you're
0: you're listening from That's real interesting We we want to hear your story Because No agenda Curry and the Keeper And us We're going to be doing meetups
1: Yeah In Austin Got one coming coming up up. Super excited about that We'll go anywhere I know Much love to you all